Hi everyone, welcome back to No Plans Just Vibes. It's Daniela, your host, and today's episode is going to be about a lot of things. It's going to be about love, connection, God, religion, the universe, and all of those things because I kind of feel like I'm in a place of confusion and curiosity and I have a lot of questions that I guess I should talk to people about but I feel like I kind of need to answer them on my own. So hopefully by the end of this podcast, I've answered some of those questions. I had also recorded this episode and I had edited about 40 minutes of it and it didn't save. It saved the unedited version and I don't feel like redoing all of it again. So I'm just going to start fresh and make a new episode and hopefully... I say things in this episode that I missed in the last one, and hopefully this version is better than the one before. So lately I've been getting a lot of feelings and a lot of signs that are making me want to be closer to God. And my whole life I feel like God has been a part of it, but I haven't always had a super close relationship or even understood what my relationship with God looks like. I guess to give you guys some background, I grew up going to church and I went with my parents up until I was 12, I think. And then I tried going back a couple of times, I think like every six months to a year up until I was maybe 16, I would try going back to church and it just, wouldn't ever really work out for me but both of my parents have gone to church for a really long time my mom stopped going when i was probably 12 i think and my dad still goes to church but originally they both entered church at the same time they were already a married couple and they had my sister and i think they started going when they were about 22 23 maybe and They went for a super long time. I think my mom was there for at least 20 years. And my dad is probably going to celebrate 30 years of being in church. So they were very dedicated to it. And they were baptized. They studied the Bible. They became disciples. At one point, they were leaders in the church. They used to coordinate the kids program, the youth programs. They would host Bible talks together for couples that lived near our city. And basically, they were leaders. People looked up to them. A lot of people in the church are still really close with them. And they see them as parental figures, which I think is really cool that my parents have been able to give that love to other people and just be so kind and use their knowledge for something good so I feel like that's one thing I admire or I like that they learned from the church but I think my story has been a little different because my experience is more mixed and I was kind of born into the church rather than choosing it like they did So when I was younger, I remember going to church and I didn't really like the kids' classes. I honestly thought they were boring and repetitive and 
I would beg my dad to bring me to the service where the adults would go. And sometimes he would let me go, but sometimes the teachers from the kids' class would catch me in the service and they would tell me that I wasn't supposed to be there and they would take me back to class. But the times that my dad did take me or let me go to the service, I enjoyed it because they talked about real world problems and they gave really good examples and they had the choir up there and they would sing and it was a really different experience from the kids class and I think I felt more connected to it because I felt more mature than the kids in my class. At the same time though, I feel like I probably liked it because they were talking about adult things that maybe I wasn't supposed to know or listen to at that age, but I was just really intrigued by it and I really preferred going to the service rather than like the Sunday school classes. In the Sunday school classes, we would start off like reading the Bible, then sometimes we'd do activities. And at the end, we would be given a scripture to memorize and kind of present the next week to make sure we had gotten it right. And sometimes it was fun because it was me and my friends and all of these kids that I would see every week. So it was a good time, but eventually I got bored and I had a lot of questions and I didn't always understand why I was being told to believe in things when we weren't really given the background as to where those beliefs were coming from. I feel like in general, it's just hard to ask things when you go to a church because there's a lot of taboo and there's a lot of things that is and isn't allowed and it feels like there's rules and I can't exactly remember my entire time being at church so I don't know exactly how I felt but I do know that I was a kid right I was like 10 maybe when I had these feelings and I feel like that's low-key kind of deep for a 10 year old to feel but I also think that's how I know my feelings were real because I felt them at such a strong age and eventually those feelings made me want to stop going to church because church just didn't feel like what it was supposed to feel. And I also think I placed these expectations on my church that by going, I would feel something. I would feel like I was meant to be there or I would feel like I had some kind of purpose or that I would feel the same passion that the rest of the members felt and I never felt that. After I stopped going to church consistently, I tried going back a lot and every time I would go, I would go with the hope and the faith that I would feel something different than the last time. And my dad calls it borrowed faith which makes sense because I was going to church borrowing faith from other people in the hopes that I would become a believer or I would become passionate about something even though that wasn't how I felt in the moment. 
because of that, I think church became disappointing and kind of a disillusion because I couldn't feel, I guess, the magic that other people were feeling and especially the kids my age. When I would go back and I was 14, 15, the kids in my group, they were already studying the Bible. They were getting baptized and becoming disciples. And I remember when I was that age, one of the things that I wanted most was to be baptized because it looked so cool and it sounded so cool. And it's like you get assigned a mentor and that person teaches you and they are there to guide you throughout your teenage years and eventually when you feel like you're ready you decide that you want to get baptized and you go in front of the church and it's this experience of shared love and being saved and it just felt like something that I wanted to do but I also know I wanted it because the idea of it was good not because not because I felt it in my core, I guess. And so I think I've always had a piece of the church in me and a piece of God there with me throughout my teenage years. And now that I'm starting my 20s, I've always had a lot of spirituality and a lot of love and I guess principles from the church. But I would say they're mostly principles that my parents have taught me. And of course, they're a little bit mixed with the church. So I don't really feel too distant from God, but I feel like I don't really have a relationship with God. And I don't really know what that's supposed to look like because during the time that I was supposed to learn what that looked like, I didn't. And if you've seen my Instagram, then you know, I like to post a little bit about everything. I like to post quotes that I see and like sometimes things happen to be about God but I don't necessarily do it intentionally or because I'm trying to promote a certain idea but it's more of like I just relate to it and I've noticed that a lot of what I've been relating to happens to be about God and a lot of what I believe in happens to relate to God too. A couple of weeks ago I went to the beach and I took a solo plunge and that day I was feeling a lot I can't even say I was feeling sad because I don't even think I was feeling sad I think I just had a lot of emotions and I had bottled them up a little bit so I felt like I needed something to let it all go and the beach is my safe place that's where I feel like I get the best ideas and so I went to the beach and when I was in the water, it felt really good. And I remember on the reel that I posted, one of the last clips says that it felt like I was being baptized because that's exactly what it felt. It felt like I was being mentally cleansed. And I feel like that's how people describe a baptism is like you're being cleansed of your sins and you're being saved and not to like take it too far to that because that's definitely not what it was, but it felt like a spiritual cleanse. And then when I got back home, that's exactly what my mom said. She was like, oh, you really needed a spiritual cleanse. And she's like, that's why you went to the beach. And I was like, yeah, 
that's exactly why I went to the beach. And it's just moments like that where it makes me want to learn more. And I don't know if it's God or the universe or spirituality, or maybe it's a mix of both, but I just feel like there is power somewhere. A lot of who I am is a reflection of God's work. And I also feel confused about what God means. And sometimes I can't really explain what I believe in without explaining love. And I think throughout my entire life, even the time that I did go to church, love is the thing that was easiest to understand. And love makes so much sense to me because love is kind of the principle and the basis of most religions. And I think love is the principle of life and it's what makes life worth living. I think I could use God and love interchangeably because that's how I understand it. And I think the best way to describe what I feel is like, I can see love, I can feel love, I know what love is, and I'm willing to learn more about love. And the way that I feel about love is the way I want to feel about God. But I don't know how to make love and God look the same or how to like learn more about it because okay when I look at the sunset when I look at the moon and the stars the reason that I'm so obsessed with it is because to me that's that's like God right there like to me that is love and I can see that and I see love in nature and when I'm around my family and my friends and the people that mean the world to me I see love and I feel like that power. I feel that warmth. And I feel like there is so much more going on behind the scenes because we're all connected and that energy is, I don't know, like flowing between us. See, like, I don't even know what these things mean, but right now that's like my understanding. Like that is my baseline my baseline is love and that's all I know but I do want to know more and I want to know more without feeling this pressure that I need to commit to something that I'm gonna feel forced to go to church or that if I do end up learning more about God and I don't end up going to church or being baptized that I'm gonna feel guilty for it because I don't want to feel those things. I feel like that's what a lot of kids feel when they go to church and they're younger. They feel all of this guilt and this pressure. And I I don't want to feel that. I want, I want it to be different. I want whatever I learn to be pure and happy and soft because I don't need it to be harder than what life already is, basically. The reason that I'm talking about all of this and that I have all these thoughts right now is because I started reading the Bible and it's something that I wanted to do for a long time, but I haven't necessarily had the courage to do it because I've felt a little bit intimidated, but I started reading the Bible and I also got 
it's kind of like a little study book. So I've been trying to have some devotional time and I read a little bit every day, but some days I learn a lot and some days I get bored a lot. So it's a working progress and I definitely have a lot of thoughts when I read. Like when I started reading the Bible, I'm starting from the very beginning. So I'm, I think, halfway through Genesis right now. But when I started reading it and I started seeing that all of these people in the beginning of the Bible, they lived up until they were like 800 years old, 400 years old. That's hard to understand. And also, and when I'm reading these stories in the Bible, it's like a lot of things are up and open to interpretation. Some of the stories are a little bit sexist and some of the stories are kind of harsh and scary, but some of them are sweet and I feel like it can either be taken lightly or literally. And and I think right now my goal is just to read the Bible because I know if I try and like go super deep with it, I'm going to have tons of questions like, why did God do this? Or like, why do they use this word? Or why do they talk about women this way? Or why is it okay for them to do this, but we don't do it anymore? And I feel kind of excited for when I finish the Bible, but I also feel scared because I know the end of the Bible is like, dark and I don't really like dark things so I don't know how that's gonna go but there's definitely a lot that I'm gonna learn and since I started reading the bible I have asked my dad some questions because my dad is the one that still goes to church so he's religious but my mom is really spiritual like she believes in the universe and energy and reikis and ancestors and all of that so i feel like it's good that i have one parent for each thing and it's also helpful that they love each other and they kind of make their beliefs coexist even though they don't believe in the same thing it's like we live in this house of multiple beliefs but then like back to what i was saying it's all based on love because even though my mom and my dad don't have the same exact beliefs, they're still able to understand each other and respect the other person. So I think that's also been helpful that I can ask my dad questions. And I think he's caught on to the fact that I'm becoming curious and I, and I have a lot to ask because I've definitely interrogated him a little bit like the other night I think he was here in my room for like an hour and a half and I was just asking him things from the bible I was like so why does this happen and what does this mean and I was asking him like how these people were living to be like 800 years old and why men had multiple wives and why like sin happened and how there was people after Adam and Eve and basically he ended up telling me that the Old Testament is kind of like old school promises that were made to the people and then the New Testament 
is more about advice and forgiveness and following the path of Jesus and understanding humanity. So he said that I should probably read the New Testament or for someone that's starting to read the Bible as a beginner, the New Testament is easier to understand. But I kind of want to start from the very beginning so I have a clear picture. But he's definitely been paying attention because sometimes he'll ask me how it's going or like he'll come up to my room and he'll see that I have my books and my journals out and he's like, oh, are you reading? And I'm like, yeah, I'm trying. So I think that's why he invited me to go to a concert the other day. There was a Christian concert that was happening and he invited me. So I went and it was really good, but it was also kind of like what I was describing before where I did feel spiritual movement inside of me, but I also felt a little bit like awkward and like I wasn't fully believing in what was happening and I think the best way to describe it I heard this in another podcast a girl was saying that when you are like a disciple it's like you're on fire because you believe in God you're like burning for him right but then when you're not fully invested in it you're lukewarm and I guess that's how I feel or how I felt growing up about church was like I was kind of lukewarm, like I wasn't completely not spiritual and not religious, but I also wasn't fully invested and fully passionate about it. So when I went to this concert, I was, I guess, feeling a little bit between like hot and cold, hot and cold and being lukewarm. When I arrived to the building, immediately I felt like I was going to cry because I don't know, but for some reason, when I go to church, I just feel like I'm going to cry. And I'm also like this, like whenever there's crowds and it's like I can feel everyone's energy because the same thing happens to me when I go to concerts. Like the times that I go to concerts, at some point during that concert, my eyes tear up and I feel like I'm going to cry because I'm just so happy and I feel so alive. And it's like I can feel everything in my body all at once. And that's what it felt like when I went to that concert that day. I stepped into the building and I felt like I was going to cry. And it was this mix of happy and sad and unknown. I also saw a lot of people that went to my church when I was little and it was nice to see all of them and they were so welcoming. It was also a little like bittersweet because I'm, a lot of these people I saw when I was little and now they're older and their kids are grown up and it's just, I don't know, like people are getting older and that's sad, but it's also good to see that a lot of them have stayed friends and they're still together. Then the actual like concert portion was really good. I like some of the songs and they stayed stuck in my head. So after the concert, my dad stayed talking to some people and I needed to go to the bathroom. So I made my way to the bathroom. And while I was on my way there, I was going through crowds of people. And all of a sudden, someone called my name. And I looked up and it was this boy that I used to go to Sunday school with. He was like one of my classmates. And we were never friends. We were just classmates. So this isn't someone that I 
was close with, but he remembered me and he said hi and he gave me a hug and then that was it. And we both like went our separate ways. That day when he said hi, it stayed in my mind. And I think it stayed in my mind because it felt so nice to be remembered and so nice to be welcomed in the way that he welcomed me. But also there was something about his energy. And I think it's like the energy of being in church. Because when he hugged me, it was like magic. And I don't even understand how that makes sense because this is not someone that I know and this is probably someone that I'm not going to see for another 10 years but when he hugged me and when he saw me it was like he was seeing me for who I was in that moment he was seeing me for who I was right then and there not who I have been my entire life and he also had this energy that was kind and our entire interaction was pure. And after I left church that day, I went home and I cried. And I cried for a really long time because it just felt like I really needed that moment. And I didn't even know that I needed it. And I got that moment from such a random person. But this one random person made me feel that's it like I don't even know what I felt but I just felt and I think I felt safe and hug just felt sincere and it made me feel like I didn't have to worry about the reality of my problems I just had to worry about the reality of where I was and I think that's what I've always wanted church to feel like I've always had such high expectations for what church is supposed to be and what God is supposed to be and when those things don't happen I get disappointed and then I feel like I don't understand when I was little I remember I would always pray and I would ask God for things and then those things wouldn't happen. And I feel like it made me question who God was and if he really loved me like the church said that he loved me and if he really cared for my family in the way that the church said he would. And I think I have those same expectations for other parts of my life. So I think that day, it's something that I hadn't felt in a long time. And I want to keep feeling the things that I felt that day and the things that I've been feeling lately, which is why I want to keep exploring and getting to know more. But I also don't want to commit to going to church or commit to being serious about dedicating things to God because I don't want to do it just because the idea of it sounds nice. And if I'm being honest with myself, 
that's partially what I feel right now. The idea of God sounds nice, and the idea of being in church sounds nice, and the idea of going back to church and being friends with all of the kids that I used to be friends with sounds nice, but I don't know if that's where I'm meant to be. I don't know if that's what I truly, really want deep down in my heart. And the other thing that gets me kind of emotional is the fact that I feel like I missed out because I stopped going to church. A lot of the kids that I grew up going to church with, they still go to church. And sometimes I see them and I see that they're still friends and they've stayed together. They hang out even though they're in college. They go to Bible study together and they're mentors to each other and they go to summer camps and all of those things are things I could have done if I had stayed in church and it's a community that could have been a part of my life, could have been a part of my college experience. And all of these things are things I could have had if I hadn't stopped going to church. I could have had those friends in that community in college, but that's not how it turned out to be. And even though I do sometimes have FOMO when I think about it, I am also realistic. And I guess I need to honor the choices that I made when I was little, because when I was little, I somehow knew what I wanted and what I didn't want. And I was able to be honest with myself. And by wishing I was a part of something that I'm not, I feel like that would be a little bit of a dishonor. So I think I feel okay with not having as much knowledge about God as I could have had because maybe that makes a difference in how I find my relationship with God now. Two of the things that I googled recently are about sins and sex before marriage. And the sin part, I was interested in knowing what different people think about it because I kind of have this idea that certain parts of religion are so dark and heavy that it makes me not feel attracted to it. And that's how I feel about certain like words that have negative connotations like sin and temptation and being condemned and I guess being saved too even though when people say like I was saved on this day it's a positive thing but I guess sometimes those words make it feel like it's wrong to be a human being or it's wrong to do things that feel normal to me and I know that those words aren't necessarily an attack on who someone is but sometimes they're just so strong that it feels like they're more negative than they are positive and so I looked up what sins were and why I guess why we have them and one of the interesting things that I found was someone said that sins are the warning signs that God has for us because God tells us not to do things, which those things are sins if we do them. And by committing sin, 
we're basically saying that we know more than God, that we know more and we have enough power to do the things he's telling us not to do. So sins are basically a way for God to let you know how and when you need to protect your heart. And I feel like that makes sense. But I also don't know what things I do and don't consider sins that the church does or does not consider sins. The other thing that I looked up was why sex before marriage was a sin. Because that's something that I've always wondered since I was a kid. And I think something that I'm interested in is why certain things in the Bible are sins and why they aren't. And what, like, what causes something to be a sin and what causes something to not be a sin. I think for me, my definition of what is and isn't a sin is like, if something is good or bad. But I think specifically for me, it's like if something is made out of love or not made out of love. And that makes me curious about what things are and aren't considered sins. And so I was reading something by someone who is religious, and they were saying that they don't consider sex before marriage a sin, but they do consider sex before love a sin. So they were saying that sex is sinful if it's not consensual and based on love. And to me, that makes sense because... Like I was saying before, I believe in love and I think love really needs to be present in a relationship in order for it to be pure and genuine and innocent and strong and beautiful. And what that person was saying is that when sex is not based on love, that's when you have tragedy and heartbreak and you have things like sexual assault and incest and All of those things that make sex feel wrong. And I feel like I kind of agree with that because that's sort of what I've always believed in. And the more that I learn and the more that I Google this stuff and the more that I listen to podcasts and like sermons and all of that stuff, the more that I get to see how my ideas are connected to ideas that are already out there in the world. I also get to interpret everything and create my own ideas based on what I know right now. I think overall, it's just an interesting experience because I've always had these feelings that I want to know more about church. And when I meet people that go to church, I'm a little bit interested. I think what I feel right now is that I'm starting to create my spiritual identity and I don't really know the difference between what part of me is religious and what part of me is spiritual and how they're going to coexist because I know I definitely have both but I don't know how to make them coexist and what to do with the feelings that I'm having because sometimes it feels like I'm making things up even though I'm not. I guess I wanted to make this episode because I... I feel like people my age go through this a lot. Like they grow up in church or they have parents that go to church and then they lose interest and they end up feeling caught in the middle because they don't know whether they believe because they believe on their own or they believe through borrowed faith. 
So if you are someone that is going through that or you have been through that, kind of like I am, I want to know what you think or what you've learned or what things have helped you. So you should let me know. And to end the episode, I'm going to tell you guys three things that my dad told me. He said that first, you always need to form faith in your own way. The second thing he said is that if you want to be religious, you need to be realistic. And if you want to be spiritual, you also need to be realistic. Because sometimes we place these expectations on ourselves that aren't real. And then we feel like we're failing and we feel like we're being a bad believer. When in reality, we're the ones that set ourselves up for failure in the first place. And I think that kind of explains everything that I've talked about in this episode where I'm starting to read the Bible, but if I place this expectation on myself that I'm going to finish it in a certain amount of days, or I'm going to read a certain amount, then when it doesn't happen, I'm going to feel like I'm failing. And that's literally how I felt the first couple of weeks I started reading the Bible, because I would get home from work, and I'd be tired, and it'd be late, and all I wanted to do was watch a show and not read the Bible. So then I felt bad for not actually doing it, but... If I set realistic goals for myself, then it's going to happen. And that's what I did. And it's kind of worked. I believe that a lot of times we're looking for things and we're so desperate for it. We're so desperate for an answer that we start to look at other people and we start to compare ourselves. And we start moving towards people to give us the answers when in reality, we are the ones that need to find it within ourselves not within other people and lastly i want to say that if you are someone that is religious or you understand things that i've talked about and you believe in spirituality and you believe in love and you believe in the powers of this world then i admire you because not everyone believes in those things and it's I think especially people my age, not everyone believes in the good and believes that there's something more. So yeah, that's kind of all I have. And thank you for listening. Thank you for making it to the end. If you did make it to the end of this episode, this kind of feels like I just scribbled out my thoughts verbally and I don't know if it's going to make sense to anyone, but like I said in the beginning, I think I just needed to give myself some answers by talking, and I think I have given myself some clarity, but I'm definitely still confused, and I definitely still have a long way to go, and a lot of decisions to make, and the very last thing that I have to say is I hope everyone has a good rest of your week, and I'm sending you lots of love and lots of good energy and I'll see you guys in our next episode.